No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Jewish elders in Babylon come to Ezekiel to inquire of the Lord, but God recounts to them the sordid history of Israel's rebellion and idolatry. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Ezekiel chapter 20 on Simply the Bible. Have you ever experienced somebody coming to you, asking you a question, but it becomes very clear immediately that what they're asking you is not really what's in their heart? That's pretty much what happened here in Ezekiel chapter 20. We continue there today. It came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, on the tenth day of the month, that certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord and sat before me. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, speak to the elders of Israel and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Have you come to inquire of me? As I live, says the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. Will you judge them, son of man? Will you judge them? Then make known to them the abominations of their fathers. Now the time was August 14th, 591 BC, five years before the destruction of Jerusalem. And certain elders that were living in Babylon came to Ezekiel to ostensibly inquire of the Lord. But God said, I will not be inquired of by you. You see, God knew what their hearts were and God knew that their motives were insincere. And the reason was because they were unwilling to turn away from their sins. So the Lord said, will you judge them, son of man? Then make known to them the abominations of their fathers. Now, God is going to give them a history lesson of what their fathers had done against him. And It wasn't that God was now punishing them because of the sins of their fathers. The problem was they were continuing in the sins of their fathers and just doing what they had always done. Say to them, thus says the Lord God, on the day when I chose Israel and raised my hand in an oath to the descendants of the house of Jacob and made myself known to them in the land of Egypt, I raised my hand in an oath to them saying, I am the Lord your God. On that day, I raised my hand in an oath to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt into a land that I had searched out for them, flowing with milk and honey the glory of all lands. So God chose Abram while he was living in Ur of the Chaldees to be the one through whom all the nations of the world would be blessed. And of course, he was speaking of the seed, singular, of Abraham, who is Jesus Christ, and truly, we have all been blessed through him. But it was at the burning bush where God raised his hand to choose the children of Israel as a nation. This self-revelation came when God revealed himself to Moses. You will recall that when God told Moses to deliver the people from Egypt, he said, well, who shall I say has sent me? And the Lord said, I am that I am. And then the Lord said, I am Yahweh, your God. The name of Yahweh was revealed as the name of Israel's covenant God, And he swore to bring them out of the land of Egypt and into the promised land. Then I said to them, each of you throw away the abominations which are before 
his eyes. And do not defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. But they rebelled against me and would not obey me. They did not all cast away the abominations which were before their eyes, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury on them and fulfill my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. So while they were in Egypt, they began to worship the Egyptian idols, probably because they thought Egypt was stronger than they were. And so they wanted to worship the Egyptian gods. But then God began to do the mighty plagues, the 10 plagues to show that he was the Lord, that he was more powerful than the Egyptian gods. And he called them to forsake these Egyptian gods, to get rid of the abominations, the idols that they put before their eyes. But they did not forsake their idols. And so they didn't want to let go. And that's the problem with idols. It's that once you begin to worship an idol, you commit a sin, you become a slave to that sin. And so the Lord said, I will pour out my fury on them in the land of Egypt. God was ready to pour out his anger on them even while they were still in Egypt because he saw they were unwilling to let go of these gods. But I acted for my namesake that it should not be profaned before the Gentiles among whom they were, in whose sight I had made myself known to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt. You see, God was doing this not only for the Hebrews, but also for the Egyptians. The Lord judged the Egyptian gods. He wanted the Egyptians to see that there was no other God like him and that he could not be represented by an idol made out of wood or stone, but that he was transcendent. He was the creator and he did not want the people that he was delivering to profane his name by worshiping these other idols in addition to him. Therefore, I made them go out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. And I gave them my statutes and showed them my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. A good law the Lord gave to them that would bring them life if they would do it. Moreover, I also gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between them and me that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. So the Sabbath was a sign of the covenant, the old covenant that God made with Israel. It was a sign between he and Israel that they would know that he was the Lord who sanctifies them. Yet the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. They did not walk in my statutes. They despised my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. And they greatly defiled my Sabbaths. And I said I would pour out my fury on them in the wilderness to consume them. But I acted for my namesake that it should not be profaned before the Gentiles in whose sight I had brought them out. So once again, they came to the wilderness and then they went to Mount Sinai where they received the law. And no sooner did they receive the law, but they violated it by making the golden calf and worshiping it. And so God said I was going to consume them for my own name's sake, because I didn't want my name to be profaned among the Gentiles. Again, he did not want the Gentiles to think that he was permitting idolatry among his people. So I also raised my hand in an oath to them in the wilderness that I would not bring them into the land which I had given them, flowing with milk and honey, the glory of all lands, because they despised my judgments and did not walk in my statutes, but profaned my Sabbaths. For their heart 
went after their idols. Nevertheless, my eye spared them from destruction. I did not make an end of them in the wilderness. You will recall that God was going to wipe them out, but Moses said, listen, if you're going to wipe them out, then blot my name out of your book. And the Lord said, no, the one who sins, his name I will blot out. But Moses prevailed with the Lord to turn his wrath away so that he did not destroy them. But I said to their children in the wilderness, do not walk in the statutes of your fathers, nor observe their judgments, nor defile yourselves with their idols. I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes, keep my judgments, and do them. Hallow my Sabbaths, and they will be a sign between me and you that you may know that I am the Lord your God. And so God saw that the fathers were just stubborn. And so he turns to the children and say, look, children, you saw everything I did in Egypt. So you follow my statutes. And sometimes when one generation rejects the Lord, God just will turn to the next generation. Notwithstanding the children rebelled against me, they did not walk in my statutes and were not careful to observe my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them but they profaned my Sabbaths. Then I said, I will pour out my fury on them and fulfill my anger against them in the wilderness. Nevertheless, I withdrew my hand and acted for my name's sake that it should not be profaned in the sight of the Gentiles in whose sight I had brought them out. Now Moses had said, listen, God, if you destroy your people, then the Gentiles will say, you just brought them out of Egypt to destroy them. But once again, the people tested the Lord when they came to Kadesh Barnea and God had already searched out the land, but they wanted to send forth spies. And so 10 out of the 12 spies came back with a negative report and turned the hearts of the people away from believing in the Lord. And so once again, God was ready to destroy them. But Moses interceded again and turned away the Lord's fury. Also, I raised my hand in an oath to those in the wilderness that I would scatter them among the Gentiles and disperse them through the countries because they had not executed my judgments, but had despised my statutes, profaned my Sabbaths, and their eyes were fixed on their father's idols. So you see just the pattern here. God was faithful to his covenant, but they were completely unfaithful and continued to go back to their idols again and again. Therefore, I also gave them up to statutes that were not good and judgments by which they could not live. And I pronounced them unclean because of their ritual gifts and that they caused all their firstborn to pass through the fire that I might make them desolate and that they might know that I am the Lord. God continued to warn them, but they persisted in their stubbornness. So God gave them over to these pagan statutes. And one of those was simply that they would offer their firstborn children to the god Molech to pass through the fire. They would sacrifice them in the fire. And so God said, I gave them over to these things so that they would become desolate and finally know that I am the Lord. Therefore, son of man, speak to the house of Israel and say to them, thus says the Lord God, in this too, your fathers have blasphemed me by being unfaithful to me when I brought them into the land concerning which I had raised my hand in an oath to give them. And they saw all the high hills and all the thick trees. There they offered their sacrifices and provoked me with their offerings. There they also sent up their sweet aroma and poured out their drink offerings. So even after the Lord finally did bring them into the promised land, they still, rather than worshiping the Lord at the tabernacle in Shiloh, they went up into the high places and worshiped the pagan gods. 
Then I said to them, What is this high place to which you go? So its name is called Bema to this day. Bema means high place. So why are you going to the high places? Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Are you defiling yourselves in the manner of your fathers and committing harlotry according to their abominations? For when you offer your gifts and make your sons pass through the fire, you defile yourselves with all your idols even to this day. God was saying, listen, you're defiling yourself. You're taking the children I've given you. You're sacrificing them to your idols even to this day. So God saw that they still had this in their hearts, the same idolatry and rebellion as their fathers had practiced. So shall I be inquired of by you, O house of Israel. As I live, says the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. What you have in your mind shall never be when you say, We will be like the Gentiles, like the families in other countries serving wood and stone. God was saying, listen, you're not going to manipulate me to get some answer that you want when your hearts are far from me and they are still idolatrous and rebellious. But I am not going to permit you to worship like the other Gentiles who worship idols of wood and stone. Thank God that God has delivered us from our idolatry God has called us to turn away from the gods of this age, and he's given to us the ability to do that through our faith in Jesus Christ. But he will not permit us to continue to live as the Gentiles live. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast, and please leave us a review. That helps a lot. Tomorrow we will see where God will judge His people and purge the rebels from among them. He will restore Israel and accept her offerings, and she will know that He is the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible.